So. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Uh, I don't even know what to start with. This has just been a whole thing. I'll start with this. I got a fitness tracker watch over the weekend. Okay. I got a Garmin one. Ooh. And very dad of you. In the time while I was waiting for you to uh show up up through now. Uh, so it's kind of like a I think it's it, it would be technically called a smartwatch. It's not just like one of the GPS watches. Mhm. You know. So I'm scrolling through the data. Uh, as I was waiting for you to show up, I got a warning saying, hey, it seems like your stress level is very high. <laughs> oh, do I stress you out, Mark? <laughs> it was the anticipation, I think. Now it's dropped. It's Aww. dropped down. My heart rate has dropped. We're all good now. Now that my recording is working and <laughs> we're getting going, that's all I needed. Well, I'm sorry I was stressing you out. It's okay. I forgive you. You could have like texted me and said like, "Hey, my watch says I'm really stressed out. Can you hurry it up?" Well, I didn't notice until you had uh actually oh. uh, hopped on the call and I checked. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of funny. Like I have no idea what it how it determines the yeah. stress level. Like I don't know what it's measuring to come up with that number. It feels like you'd need more than that watch measures, but yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what they measure and whatever. I'm not worried about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, how are you doing? Doing fine. So it's another day, another day, another dollar. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm and actually your doing salary. Good that's this not really evening. how that works. Yeah. Well, no. If I don't work, then I don't get paid anymore. So like, well, it, it's not true to a certain extent. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I just stopped showing up, eventually I'd get fired and would stop earning dollars. Yes, but there there is paid time off and such things to uh, yeah. limit that. Yeah, so, hmm. I don't know. But overall, like, you know, I'm, I'm having a pretty good evening. Um, so, tell me again oh, about shoot. what you broke at work, because <laughs> I, like, was maybe... 10% listening to the story that you were trying to tell because oh. I was very focused on trying to fix the recording issues. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an important story, honestly. I don't think That's I broke fine. anything. So there was a machine that has a temperature controller on it. Um, and I was ramping the temperature outside of the range that I typically use it in. But I know other people always use it in that in a much higher range. And so... As it was ramping up, it had some error with, like, the temperature sensor. And so, like, the program I was running errored out. And in the infinite wisdom of whoever designed this program, rather than having, like, the typical, like, state that, like, when errors errors out, like, dropping back down to, like, room temperature or something, it was, like, staying up at, like, over 100 degrees Celsius, um... And, like, the cooling system wouldn't cool it down and nothing I could do would help. And so it was just, like, it was gradually cooling down by, like, ambient the like ambient temperature, like, mm-hmm. lowering it. But, like, it was still really freaking hot. Like, 
Hmm. Like you touch it, you're going to burn right away hot. Um, and so nothing I did helped. And then like, I don't know, it seems like, seems like it'd be safer to turn on the cooling system and just like flush it with cooling solution when like it's hot and the program errors out for a temperature problem. Did you consider blowing on it? It it didn't help, Mark. How about yes, a fire I extinguisher? Did. I did you just say spray with a fire extinguisher? Did you just say that? Well, I don't know what this thing is. Fire extinguishers I, are full of coolant. <laughs> I told you, no, they're not. You don't understand sure how fire extinguishers work, do you? It depends on which kind of fire extinguisher you're using, but they're filled with like a kind of a compressed carbony foam. A lot of them, like your standard <laughs> well, household ones. Yeah, and that but helps like, dissipate heat. There's an argument to be had here, but I don't know if it's something I want to get into tonight. Or maybe it's just one filled with water. I don't know what kind you guys. I see you guys have several different kinds of fire extinguishers no, in a chemical no, laboratory. Don't. No, no, you don't even have one for like electrical fires. We we got ABC fire extinguishers, and I think that's all we have in oh. the labs. Um, so those are like the standard ones. Might be making a call to OSHA tonight. Like we have, we I think we have <laughs> one for metal fires in the warehouse, um, but we also have no way to start metal fires. Like that's what you think. <laughs> uh, Challenge yeah, accepted. Think because because I work in the laboratory and I know what type of materials we have, and I uh. in our lab the only metals that we have are like steel ball bearings. Which good luck starting a metal file fire with steel ball bearings. Thanks, I'll need it. Yeah, you'll definitely need it. <laughs> and when I say with steel ball bearings, I mean like with only steel ball bearings. Like, don't get something else. I don't even know how you could like burn that. Like, I don't think it. I don't think it's possible to start a metal fire in my lab. Hmm. I'm gonna check this. It's like there's stainless. You can't like just burn stainless steel. With, like, on its own, without, like, doing crazy crap to it. Can I burn stainless steel? But the key to a metal fire is, like, it's a self-sustaining burn. It's not just like a... I know. I'm working on it. Everybody here is worried about their stainless steel pans that they ruined. Yeah. Like, it's not like we got, like, magnesium lying around or, like aluminum powder or something yeah but shucks i was hoping for some fun one i visited nope you swipe, Wait, you swipe a little swipe a little no at your apartment you swipe a little uh raw sodium uh no we'll he have a come good old time me came and visited me in college there was tons of stuff in that lab that nobody else even knew was in there Mm. Um, until the EPA audited the lab after I graduated. <laughs> I did learn that that did, in fact, happen. Yeah. Um, yes. Thankfully, I don't believe they were fined for any of the really sketchy chemicals that were in there, but they were told that they needed to dispose of them immediately. Um, and did they? Uh, I believe my former research advisor was uh, put in a lab separate from everyone else. And was told, holler if you get hurt. Now dispose of this. <laughs> nice. I, I don't actually think that's what happened. 
but like it kind of reminds me when uh in high school in chemex mr ellingson gave us uh we did a lab you might you probably remember that's like a you were just given some fluid and we had to try and figure out what it was or try and determine some properties of it i don't remember this from high school i I know this in a, I've done this in a physics and chemistry classes before. Though. Yeah, I mean, I, I did it in, in college. I did it in chemistry in college too, but that was like we did it in a. Ours was an unknown white compound lab in college, yeah. but yeah. this was like we were just given random fluids cocaine. and and we just and we were basically just tasked with, um, do some tests on it and and line up your results to this list of possible, mm-hmm. uh, compounds. Whatever. No. Yeah, that's a classic. And, that one's even fun to do with little kids. And we did all this like stuff. Down, but... And so. we determined that what we had was nothing that was available. That, like, it, you know, we were a good lab group. And Mr. Ellingson was like, no, I know what I gave you. And and we're like, no, you, you can come watch our tests and, like, do the titration yourself and see that it just doesn't make any sense. And then he and then he finally believed us and went into the back room and he said, "Oh, I was supposed to give you like chemical G or whatever. Like they had just you know lettered them and then put mm-hmm. that lettering on something else." And he said, "And I did, but I just gave you this other random bottle labeled G, and I don't really know what it is." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, especially yeah. for high schoolers, yeah, who you know had terrible like safety protocol following i mean i was excellent uh but yeah but was it the whole lab group (laughs) well no this was the dream team lab group the dream team yeah it was uh jack aaron uh myself oh i remember and that's where i got it from oh my gosh in in college, in one of my labs, I started. It started being like a long running joke that whatever lab group I was in was the dream team. Yeah. Um. And I I was like, I know this comes from somewhere. Like, is this from some movie or something? But like, no, it was you guys in your dream team, wasn't it? It was. That's what put it in my brain. I was informed that at least for one or two years after we established that, whoever sat at that lab table, Mr. Ellingson referred to as the dream team. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. We were we were a force of cultural power. <laughs> nice. Uh, that was a good it's time. It's funny because probably in later years it became more of a sarcastic thing than well, I'm sure I'm sure that it, it had to have been for at least a few people who happened to be seated at that. Uh but I don't know for sure. Maybe he just uh picked out who he thought was gonna be the best and put him there. Maybe. But normally that's that's wrong. I feel like people's intuition with that type of stuff is very frequently wrong. Well, yeah, and also Mr. Ellingson made it very well known that he d- would not know anybody's names for a few months. Yeah, see. <laughs> see, see. Oh, well. Oh, God. That was fun being in lab groups called the Dream Team. Yeah. It made it, it, made it a lot easier labeling, like samples or like data files on computers too because rather than having to use like all of our initials we could just put like dt and then <laughs> whatever other information we need to put in the in the name and everyone knew is like oh that's the dream team sample like nice it was it was normally like 
dream team hashtag spring 2k17 or something but you could shorten it down to dt i need to tell you about something interesting okay that is happening to me at work tomorrow okay i feel nervous but i don't feel like i should be nervous should i be nervous no okay so (laughs) we received an email the other day okay uh telling us about various holiday based things that our company is doing so one of them being like a secret santa thing one of them being a donation thing donating shoes to an orphanage in mexico very nice things to do during the holiday season mm-hmm. uh yes uh f- i don't know when it was friday thursday friday mm-hmm. uh i'm trying to check it out right now uh, in my email Okay, so we received an email saying more holiday activities next week. And all we were told is that we were going to be more or less randomly put into some meeting with a bunch of people uh, split into groups to do something holiday related. It would be something somewhat competitive and we were not told anything else. Okay. And then we've received an email this morning hi everyone i want to make it clear than i did in my first email that this is a mandatory activity (laughs) (laughs) people tried to opt out of their meetings didn't they well we are a very busy meeting company nowadays and it's hard to organize everything but yes there are plenty of people who did not want to Spend their time doing anything like that. Still, I mean, the first Wait. one happened today. I still don't, I didn't stick around. I don't know what it is. Okay. I'm sure some people spilled the beans and people, and moving forward, some people might have an idea, but I definitely do not. And mine's tomorrow afternoon. Okay. I think it's tomorrow afternoon. Is it tomorrow morning? I need to check. Question, was this... Was this, like, meeting thing sent out in a way that, like, you had to, like, accept or decline the meet? Like, when we have meetings at work, it's through, like, Outlook-type stuff. So you can, like, accept or decline the meeting. Yeah, ours is on, like, Google Calendar. So, can like, could people have, like... Theoretically, you could have said no <laughs> in the <laughs> invite. But I'm sure there are a few people who did. <laughs> I did not. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny, but I do. Yeah, so I'm I'm trying. I'm saying this as a mental note to tell you about it next week. Okay. Because I have a feeling that it'll be something worth talking about, given the whole build up to it. Okay. I hope the mental note is more of a note for you than for me. It is. Okay. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I thought I thought I would share that. <laughs> Just for everyone's information, these are mandatory. Yeah. I can just imagine like this happening at my work and getting this email and then people being like all pissed off about it. I'm sure there are some people who are. Uh it's a small enough company that both everybody talks about it and also you know, there's not enough anonymity. Mm-hmm. So it, it'll be interesting. 
I I just have I can't even begin to guess what it could possibly be and why yeah. it would be mandatory. Yeah. So All right. Shall we move on? Yeah. Grant uh, has not been very creative in his comic selection in terms of... Screw you. Well, in terms of varying the title of the comics that you are choosing. Yeah, whatever. You used to be very good about it, and now you have settled into a rotating cast of about six, I think. <laughs> yeah, the six on, like, the homepage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have Foul Language by Brian Gordon. Every time I try to break out of it, I find things that I can't use. So, sorry okay. for interrupting. So, we have a uh, our foul, our titular foul, uh, sitting at a fine dining table. A bottle of wine sitting on the, on the table. And he is bringing a mostly empty glass of wine up to his mouth. Uh, the panel is labeled, How I Drink Wine in Public. And the fowl is saying, hmm, ah, yes, quite the delicate aroma, musky, but unassuming. And the next panel, uh, we have the duck uh, emptying a bag of wine pulled out of a box into a uh, not very a stemless wine glass of sorts. Uh, The panel is labeled, how I drink wine at home. And the fowl is thinking, Box schmocks. I'm not done till the bag is empty. Very cute. First, Mark, I want you to close your eyes. Mm-hmm. From the first panel, do you do you remember how you described the aroma of the wine? It was... There was something musky about it, but unassuming. Is that what it was? Okay, musky but unassuming, but what adjective did you use before that? Like I, I used myself. What or is it adjective? in the comic? No, it's in the comic. Sorry. What oh, what okay. adjective did you say? Uh, aroma. <laughs> That's not an adjective. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, can okay. I, wait, I'm wait, can, can I give okay. you options before you look? Sure. Was it delicate, delightful, or divine? Delightful. Did you look at the De- comic? No, it was definitely delightful. Well, I just yeah. couldn't think. Maybe I'm an idiot, but I swear you didn't say delightful, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't guarantee that I didn't. Well, we'll we'll check the tape later, but... Okay. We won't check the tape later, but... We won't. Yeah. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said we won't. I know, and I'm agreeing. Okay. Continue. <laughs> so there are two directions I was thinking about taking this comic. One was if you, A, get wine, like, not get wine as in, like, purchase wine, but, like, understand wine. Or, B, was the idea of talking about things that you know very little about. Which would you rather speak Uh, about? It's your comic. I'll have you know that I do not drink wine. (laughs) If that changes your (laughs) So, I think we're going to talk about wine tonight. I mean, that's fine. I, I, I have opinions. Like, I've had wine. I just don't drink it. <laughs> I'm curious about your opinions, actually, even though I feel like this will be the less interesting conversation. Oh, like, please. You... We know it's more interesting when we hate something. <laughs> oh, Mark hates wine? 
Yeah, that's why I don't drink it. <laughs> oh, no. Not oh, no. I kind of almost assume that. But what is it that you hate about wine? Do you know when you have a really terrible grape and it makes your mouth dry? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what I hate I, about wine. I... Okay. Like, it is a mix of the taste and the dryness that it instills in my mouth. Like, yeah. everything. I mean, I hate the everything about the wine. Like, it doesn't taste good to me. But in addition to it just tasting wrong, it just ruins my mouth. Mm-hmm. Every time I've had any sip, of, even like I had sangria uh, due to uh, circumstances that don't need to be discussed. I was out with Aaron and we ended up with a very, very cheap entire pitcher of sangria for the two of us. <laughs> um and I, I was like, I'll be a trooper. I know that it's just wine mixed with like whatever else it's mixed with. I don't even remember what it is. Like fruit punch. Who cares? Uh, you <laughs> oh, know. Love- oh my gosh, Mark, you should write descriptions to like sell things at restaurants. That's great. <laughs> wine mixed with, I don't know, whatever fruit punch. Well, I don't, re- I just don't remember what sangria is. Isn't that basically what it is? Just wine mixed with like juice or something. Yeah, like, it's just, so. like, watered-down, fruitier wine. And I tried it. I was like, maybe this will be fine. And it wasn't. It was terrible. It was still terrible because the wine is pervasive. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's funny. So I had, at may, I had, I maybe suffered through half a glass of that stuff and Aaron drank basically the rest. Okay. So. Yikes. Aaron's a freaking trooper then. No, we were there for a while. Picture of Sangria by herself? Shout out to Aaron. You go, girl. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Yeah, not a fan of wine. Okay. How about you? You you strike me as more of a wine person. Like, I'll drink wine. And drinking wine is one of those things where, like, I can sort of appreciate some of the, like, finer more like nuanced parts of it like if i if i'm drinking it if i'm drinking it for the purpose of like trying to trying to like intellectually understand it or something like like specifically attempting to appreciate it not just try to go into it and see like oh do i like this do i appreciate this um but if i'm like looking specifically to appreciate it i can like see interesting things in it i can somewhat enjoy it but honestly like if i'm gonna just like have a glass of wine i find it really funny that for me personally it seems like there's a real like and there's a real like uh inverse relationship between like price and how much i enjoy it yeah because i i don't really like enjoy just like sipping on a glass of like a really dry complex like red wine like i can get it kind of and like i can see why some people like it but like i'm just like sitting in my apartment chilling like or like at a restaurant or something with friends or something like that like i'm not gonna have like some complex like deep robust red wine i would much rather have like some like crappy cheap like like fruity sweet like wine that comes out of a box and like clearly is not fancy in any sort of a way 
Because I feel like that tastes way better. I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That was that was my my thought on that. I don't know. I think wine is also very interesting because like, there's such variation to it. It's like saying, I don't like foods. Uh, no, that's a bad. No, well, we're not going to go wine, into grain Wine making. is comparable to any other type of alcohol. There's lots of different kinds of wine. There's lots of different kinds of beer. Mm, okay, wine and beer are more comparable comparison but i wouldn't say any type of alcohol like well probably not but like there are lots of variations if you care to dive into it it's just that wine and beer happen to be a bit more mainstream because they are i mean for different reasons but you know that's what sticks with people okay but but i i will admit that you know more about like liquor stuff than i do so yeah. you know I, I trust your judgment if you're saying that it's not really comparable to other stuff that's just sort of been my impression yeah. i i would say that like if you if you make three classes like wine beer and liquor i would say they're all fairly similar in the variety within them but i think liquor is more like People divide it up a lot more than they do. Oh, like, wine I, I didn't beer. mean liquor, hard liquor as its own thing. I meant components of hard liquor. So let's say you're just talking about like whiskey. Because I I wouldn't compare those two. Okay, I wouldn't say gotcha. Because I whiskey's the one that's kind of sketchy. Because like there's is a big culture around different whiskeys, but I still say that like it has such a like a distinct base component to it. It's such a large like portion of what it is that I don't think it has the variation that wine or beer have. Okay, fair enough. But meh. Listeners, uh, email us at comicalstart at gmail dot com with your opinions on alcohol. <laughs> on alcohol. <laughs> I was trying to make it as broad as possible to appeal to all listeners possible. Alcohol or non-alcoholic beverages. If you <laughs> consume really any, any liquids, <laughs> if you consume any liquids throughout your day, let us know. I want to hear even about things it. like uh, uh, Listerine, rubbing alcohol. No, we're we're not even gonna we're not even saying liquids. Any fluids, any liquids or <laughs> well, gases. You, you limited let us con- know. You limited to consumables. I'm trying to expand beyond that. Oh, you can consume the things you listed, Mark. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> You just haven't been in that dark place. No, we're not going there. Oh, oh that's H two O two. Oh no! <laughs> Classic joke. Uh. Wow, I don't know how we, where we. Oh, oh my god! I just got like a shiver down my spine. Do you ever have that, Mark? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I think everyone does. Uh. Sometimes not, I feel not like... at the same time as you. That would be a little weird, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been like transcendent. No, it would have that's been. the wrong word. That's the wrong word. No, no, that's perfect word. It would not have been transcendent. I think it would have. It would have transcended the boundaries of our current relationship. That's for sure. Yeah, it would have. It would be like if we had uh, one of those lamps or something where, like, you can what? you can no the, the things that you can like give to a significant other and make their their little lamp light up or something I've to be like hey i'm thinking of, of you no 
Okay. No. Well, now you have. They exist. Oh, but that's what it is... would have been like if it's like every time it's if I just say, "Hey, Grant, every time you get one of those random shivers in your back, I want you to think of me." <laughs> because now you will for the rest of your life. Uh, no, I won't. You will. You won't like admit is... it to yourself, but you will. Mark, this is a very interesting difference between us. I feel like you know about these lamps because, like, you've been in, like, a long-term relationship for a while. And, like, the <laughs> fact that I've never even heard of this is, like, further evidence to the fact that, like, yeah, I haven't been in that long-term of a relationship in that recently. <laughs> well, that still doesn't change the fact that every time you have one of those shivers in your spine, you're not going to think of me. No, I'm not. I can. And listeners, can... you're going to think of me as well. <laughs> no, they won't. Some of them will. Yeah, some of them, some this of them is going to stick with them. Well, it sucks to you, be you listeners. I pay so little attention to this podcast, there's no way that'll stick with me, so. Ain't that the truth? Hey, no, that was my zinger. <laughs> you can't turn this around. Sure, I can. Okay, I guess you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do because you'll find out. I have both to... the steering wheel and the driver's ed passenger side brake. <laughs> oh, that's just rude. That's just rude. <laughs> and we share the accelerator. You pro- We share the accelerator and the gear shift. <laughs> and that's why the engine's burning out because somebody's foot's always down on it. And someone <laughs> someone's is... riding the clutch. We can't someone's figure out riding... who it is. <laughs> yeah, someone's trying to trying to steer the car back towards the center of the road when <laughs> someone doesn't really care where it goes <laughs> and we can never decide who that is in any given moment yeah yeah oh what a convoluted metaphor i i don't even understand what it means now and i was part of making it <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so i got a neck pillow for my chair and it's amazing oh i can imagine your chair Oh, that'd be nice. It is so nice. It is so ergonomically beneficial. Is it now? It is. Like, it's actually really nice. I'm not going to lie. Because, you know, the the chair that I have is just a... It was one of the cheapest chairs that I could find at Staples. Um, And the back rest just, like, slants. You know, it's a slightly mm-hmm. obtuse angle. Yeah. Which just isn't actually that comfortable. And also, the headrest doesn't go up tall enough. And so there's just like no, like there's a bit of support for my back and shoulders if I try, but there's basically no neck or head support at all. Mm-hmm. And so it's very uncomfortable to sit in long stretches of time, uh, which is good because it encourages me to stand up a bit, but bad because sometimes I ignore that and end up yeah. with my neck sore anyway. Uh-huh. Hey, Mark. So. Margaret, I learned a new instrument this week. Do you want to know what it is? I don't even I'm, want to I'm know playing, what dumb joke you're about to make. The world's playing, smallest violin? Yeah. I was going to say See, I'm playing I don't it for even, you right now. I don't even know why. That's not even like a joke. To, I'm it's not complaining. It's not even funny. I'm not complaining about anything. I am excited to share with you this new thing that I have. Well, you got this because your chair is so bad. And the chair that I'm currently sitting in has none of the features that you mentioned. Yeah, because you don't care about your desk setup. I'm also not sitting at a desk. I'm sitting at my kitchen table. Exactly. In a, in a swivel chair. <laughs> you, you visited my you visited my apartment. You know how much I care about my desk setup. Yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, I'm sure, a, quite a change from yours. <laughs> yeah, no. You, all of the effort that I put into, like, my apartment as a whole 
you put into your desk setup. So like, <laughs> I think we have a similar amounts of effort. It just like mine spread across like hundreds of square feet. Um, and yours is spread across like <laughs> six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so like yours just seems more well thought out than mine. Whatever you want to convince yourself of. I put a lot of thought into the uh, how how Bull. well my Bull. the rest of my apartment is appointed. <laughs> Bull. You can you can attest to that firsthand. Yeah. You sat you sat at my table in my chairs. I don't think I the, sat at your table. I don't think uh, I sat at your table. Oh, maybe you didn't. Huh. I sat in your living room. You did. I laid in your living room and you and, got mad and at you me sat, for it. And you no, I didn't get mad at you. I got mad without you put your computer. Not with how you were laying in general. My computer... I am still <laughs> frustrated that that, like, annoyed you. Okay, listeners, for for reference here, I was laying in Mark's living room on the ground. On his side. On my side. And I was watching something on my computer. And so, because my computer's a laptop, so I turned my laptop on its side and set it up so on its side. So it was side. balancing so on the, the keyboard and the screen at the same time. Yeah, so the orientation of the screen was the same as the orientation of my head. Does no one else do this? Like, am I crazy for doing this? I feel like it makes total sense. But it, like, made Mark so unnaturally like annoyed or like frustrated with what i was doing that i just i didn't even know how to react i've never thought like a second thing about it when i've done it in my normal life but then like all of a sudden mark was just like so appalled with this yeah it was shocking i mean you live your life it was just shocking okay we should move on i really like my comic okay sorry <laughs> I. Okay, that, like, previously in the episode, I made jokes about emailing us, but actually email us about that one, because I'm genuinely curious. Yeah. (laughs) For this week, Mark chose, oh, Eric the Circle by... Various. That's why it's put, it's just an ellipsis, but it's just by various people. I was going to say, I was going to call it by five period ellipses. So this particular one in the bottom right says who it's by. Ooh, by Mullen, who I work with. Or I, I've known a number of people in life named Mullen as their last name. Anyway, so this Eric the Circle comic, there's... Oh, is this a picture of Eric the, the Circle? So it looks like it looks like an everlasting... An everlasting gobstopper with like 30% of it chopped off. Like, and then it's labeled Eric, Eric's have layers. And so it's like, I don't know how to describe this. It looks like an onion. There we go. An onion that was chopped off. But it doesn't make sense. Be- yeah, whatever. So, <laughs> I love this comic. <laughs> why? <laughs> well, clearly you don't get why yet. Are you familiar with one of the finest movies ever made? Uh, Shrek. Yes. Okay. Oh, is this a Shrek joke? Eric's have layers? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) How, but it's like so unrelated. Like, how was I supposed to know that? Well, uh, I don't know. 
but I did immediately. I think you should just click random on this comic because there's some gold in here. <laughs> First, I want to read the oh no, the comment. Another sucks. one in the show notes. Okay, the comic sucks or the comment. I mean, right. You should look at the one that I just put in the show I, notes. I did. I I am now. <laughs> that, that's funny. See, like it's not that funny. Like. <laughs> It's just so it's so simplistic. It's hilarious to me. <laughs> so anyway, what I wanted to talk to you about, yeah, uh, I just I just wanted to ask you about some of your favorite uh, childhood movies, particularly animated movies. Oh, this is bad. Like, do they have to be ones from my childhood? I don't or, care. Like, because I'm gonna be honest. I did not grow up watching movies. No? Um, like, I saw movies when I was a kid, but, like, like most most Disney, like, animated movies, I would say I didn't see until high school. Huh. Like, name a Disney, uh, a movie with a Disney princess in it, and I give you a 70% chance I did not see it before my junior year of high school. And so, like, I don't know if I... I don't have many well, like, good... In, in, well, in, in defense, uh, Shrek is a DreamWorks movie, not Disney. And also, it wasn't until the late 2000s that Disney and Pixar merged. Oh. So, did you also not see any, like, Pixar movies? Like, you didn't see Toy Story until you were in high school? Or The Incredibles? Or Finding Nemo? Okay, so I saw... So I've seen, okay, I have seen Shrek to just start this out with. I've seen the first Shrek and I think the second one. I don't know how many there are. A lot. Um, Yeah. And so I've seen those. I saw Finding Nemo. I saw, what was another one you listed? Toy Story. I honestly don't know if I've seen all of, even the first Toy Story. I Definitely don't think I've seen any of the others. I huh. have zero emotional investment in the Toy Story story. Huh. And that I know, like... Sad. That makes me sad for you, Grant. I don't know. I I have so much more investment in, like, other things that I'm happy with. So, like... And I know people, like, go wild about Toy Story, but, like... Like they're it's, nice it's movies. Not, it's not like well, you wouldn't know. You haven't seen them. Uh, I've seen the first one. I think you, yeah, but you can't say for certain. So I can't trust you. Uh, it, it's not that I, I, I'm actively trying not to be the person who, yeah, who is judgmental about what people have seen. Because yes, people have different interests. People will see different things or just don't enjoy movies. Whatever. There's a lot of reasons people have not seen different movies, and that's fine. It's when I say I feel sad for you. It's literally because like I hold the story of that mo- of those set of movies and like the impact that they have on me mm-hmm. in such high regard that it's like ah, like it's a shame that so far you have missed out on uh, what I find to be such like an important piece of media. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's all it is. You know, it's like I think that you should watch it because I think that it's like they're just really, really well made. And have excellent stories and are just very affecting. Okay. I don't I don't know if I really like 
am ever that affected by animated movies. I, the media or the medium of like an animated movie, I feel like, like no matter how well made it is, there's always a bit of a wall there for me that just like, this doesn't feel real. And thus the emotions that it elicits feel in some way cheapened by the unnaturalness of the because i never feel like like i feel connected to animated things and like i can enjoy them but i don't know i feel like just personally for me in general i don't seem to like become as connected with animated movies and that's not to say that like oh if it was made as like a live action or like cgi thing like i would feel more connected to it because like i don't think that's the case like if it wouldn't make it i don't know that like making a more realistic looking version of a bunch of like toys running around would make me feel more connected to them i just i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this to slightly play contrarian Okay. Like, I don't know what movies you have actually seen, so I can't say for certain, but if you haven't seen many, that it's hard for hard to, uh, it's such a claim to hold water. If it's, if you're saying, like, oh, I haven't seen, like, a bunch of movies that, like, people had, people consider to be, like, the emotionally affecting, uh, animated movies, and if you just haven't seen them, then it's hard to say, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing. Also, I don't know how emotionally affected you are by movies in general. Like, I'm you know? bald like, during movies. What? For I've, like, bald during, like, movies, okay. like, for hours. Okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Just, like, the types of things that just, like, hit me real deep, like, it's not the types of, I don't know, it seems like, in general, it's not the type of storylines that are in animated movies. Okay. I don't know. Mm. Just not my thing. Like, I enjoy them. I can enjoy them. Um, but, like, typically, and it's not in, like, a deep emotional way. Okay. Well, Grant hates childhood. <laughs>